The energy you put into something is more important than the something itself. I want you to know it doesn't just look like maybe the way I do it or the way that you've seen it done in the past or maybe the way that you've been doing it. You don't really like doing it. Your business can expand beyond you. You have to make sure that you are willing to scale yourself. This is Aligned and Ambitious Radio. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. Okay, I am so excited. I'm live a few moments early today because we're going to be double streaming on Instagram for today. So I wanted to just get settled here. I want to make sure I have full access to your comments. I can see you and you can see me and we're going to have a party and it's going to be great. So let me know when you jump on. I will drop a comment. I will give everyone kind of a moment to get settled. Let's see. I have noticed, I don't know if you guys have noticed too, um, Facebook live streaming has significantly changed. So I'm just going to make sure we're good. Okay, I think we're good. I think we are good. Okay. Today's conversation is one I am so, so excited to have with you, and we're going to be talking about the wealthiest version of you and really anchoring in who that identity is to really dismantle your perceived gap between who you are now and who you need to become to get the things that you want, right? I'm getting an error on my Facebook stream, so I'm just going to pull this up on my phone to make sure that we're actually, we're actually good and live. It's telling me there's an action needed, but I don't actually think there's an action needed. So if if you're with us, drop a comment. That would be super helpful so I can just get right into it, and I know that you're here and good. If you're with us, drop a comment. Okay, we're good. I'm going to proceed as normal. I'm going to ignore this little um, notification that it's giving me, and we're going to get on with this chat. That would be super helpful. Don't forget, I am giving away a private package with me, a secret surprise private package. All you have to do during our time together is take a quick screenshot or boomerang of our conversation, share your biggest takeaway on your Instagram story, tag me so I can see it, so I can reshare it, and we will be picking a winner next week to get some quality time with yours truly so we can talk about your business. Hello, Mickey. Hi, Brie. Okay, thanks, guys, for dropping comments. I'm glad that we are set to jet. Um, I am just going to get us live on Instagram right here, right now. You guys can view wherever you feel like it, and we are going to get started officially, officially. 
All right, here we go. Here we freaking go. We're live on Instagram. Hi, Instagram. We are live in the Aligned and Ambitious Collective Facebook group, which, by the way, what a a blast from the past, you guys. I had a membership back in 2019 called the Aligned and Ambitious Collective. Anyone been around since that era? and remembers that that membership. I love that we can use that name for kind of reviving the Facebook group now because I always loved that. Um, So we are live on Facebook. We are live on Instagram. This conversation is a part of the Embodied Sales event. And the conversations we're having are so potent and the seeds we're planting are so lasting and so, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, there are seeds that really will enhance your quality of life. There are seeds that are going to change your experience in business and your relationship to your business and all of the things. And so I really wanted to make this conversation widespread. The other day we talked about emotional regulation. We talked about emotional freedom. We talked about defining that. We talked about what that looked like. We talked about you know, why that's required of you and how to start to navigate through liberating yourself from emotions, from triggers, from reactions. And so if you haven't caught that conversation or you want to plug back in, that replay is actually up on the podcast. So Aligned and Ambitious Radio, you can plug right in, you can listen to it as you're doing whatever it is you might be doing. If you are on Instagram and you're catching this conversation for the first time, you're just plugging into this launch, we are doing a private coaching giveaway. I have a surprise package I'm giving away to one person. All you have to do is screenshot the screen, share your biggest takeaway, share your biggest transmission, what really landed for you. You share that on your Instagram stories, you tag me, and we will go from there. So today's conversation is really centered around what's in front of you right now. And so I invite you to use the chat. I invite you to use the comments on Instagram. I invite you to be really present in this conversation. And the first question that I'm going to ask for you, and you guys can feel free to kind of pocket these questions and revisit them and reflect on them. But the first question in the context of wealthy woman embodiment, tapping into the wealthiest version of yourself, you have to be clear on what wealth looks and feels like for you, right? And so this comes with really tapping into the sensations of wealth, the sensation in your body, the sensation in your nervous system. What do you consider wealthy? Obviously, the first thing or the first place our mind is typically going to go to is money, right? Like if we have a lot of money, we're wealthy. That's true. That's a facet of wealth. But let me prompt you with this. If you're someone who considers love a wealthy asset you're probably going to realize I've been wealthy for a long time. Wait a second. I have been wealthy already for a long time. If you considered health a wealthy asset, you're going to say, 
I've been wealthy for a long time. If you consider having a roof over your head a form of wealth, you're going to say, wow, holy shit, I've been wealthy for a long time. Here's the, <laughs> the contradiction that wiggles its way into this work. Wealth, the frequency of wealth, the identity of wealth is not rooted in lack. And so a lot of the times when we're doing this embodiment work and we're talking about this mindset, we're talking about the integration, we're like, okay, who is the wealthy version of me? Who is the wealthy woman? And what does she feel like? Well, she has a lot of money and I don't have a lot of money now, right? And it's like, it's rooted in all the things that you don't have. Let me bridge the gap to become the wealthy woman. Let me close the gap on all these things I don't yet have. Let me try to bridge myself closer, paying attention to kind of the potholes in the road and how do I fill them. That energy, that shadow is rooted in lack. However, if you're to really redefine what wealth is to you and you can say, Money absolutely is a facet of wealth that I wish to have. And I claim that boldly. I love money and money loves me and amen, hallelujah. There's so much of it for all of us. And I don't wish to only be wealthy with my money. I want to be wealthy with my time. I want to be abundant in love. I want to be wealthy in generosity. I want to be wealthy in my creativity. I want to be abundant in my health. I want to be wealthy in intuition. I want to be wealthy in resourcefulness. Now you start to look around and you realize there's there's not as many gaps, right? The truth is maybe there's one gap to fill. Maybe you desire to earn more money. And that can be absolutely true. But if you start to crystallize what you consider a stream of wealth, you're going to have an epiphany of holy fucking shit. I've been wealthy all of this time, but I've been acting from lack because I have been tunnel visioned on one aspect of how I define wealth, which may be money, which may be clients, which may be business success, which may be profit, you know, ultimately things that be, can be financially quantified. But what about the things that cannot be financially quantified? Where are you already wealthy? And what do you consider a wealthy asset? you guys popped in on my stories this morning, I was talking about how I am abundant in quality time with my, with my son. We have an overflow of quality time together. And I consider myself, I, I think I, I wrote on the story, like, I consider myself the richest bitch on the block because that's how I define wealth. So when I get very clear and, and custom to me, and I say, okay, this is my aligned definition and circumstance of, of being wealthy. And the truth is, I have so much of what makes me wealthy now. What happens, though, is we get so hung up on closing the gap um, financially that it becomes a distraction 
listen to me when I say this. Reflect, you guys. This is this is huge. Sometimes we are so hyper-focused on how to close the gap between our financial prosperity that it becomes a distraction that takes away from the wealth you have now. From the wealth you have today, in this moment. I highly doubt there is a single person on this live stream who only defines wealth as having money. And if that is you, this conversation's probably not going to be super helpful to you. But if you can expand beyond that to like what really is important in life, well, I feel wealthy when I'm healthy and my family has their health, and I feel wealthy when there's nutritious food in the fridge, and I feel wealthy when I'm able to fill up my gas with car despite you know the rest of the population like bitching about the the gas prices i feel wealthy that i get to make breakfast for my son every day i feel wealthy that i get a good night's sleep every night like there's so much wealth embodiment that surrounds you right now but you are so distracted by let me do more to make more so i can finally be wealthy that it's like the biggest catch 22 and you don't realize you're wealthy right now. And so it's this perpetuating cycle of like, I'm, I'm yearning to fully embody my, my wealthy woman. Like that's coming from a pure place, but it's so narrow that it, it forces you to act from lack. To act from a place of like, I'm not doing enough. Or like, I'm over here and my higher self is over here. And the only thing that's standing, you know, in between us is $200,000. If I could just make this money, there's no gap. It's like, that is rooted in a frequency of lack, you guys. But it's hidden. It's like a shadow that we have to uncover to see clearly. Right? And so, oh, and I've and I've facilitated this conversation before. I've led this conversation before. Bridging the gap between who you are and who you're becoming has been a key part of my work since I started this journey and started this practice back in 2018. What I'll say though is my outlook and perspective on that has widened. We've heard this conversation before. We've been given this prompt before. How do I embody my wealthy woman? Right. Like who here has has been asked that question? Who here has has reflected on that? Who here has heard that in a program? It's really foundational. <laughs> it's foundational teaching in the world of manifestation and embodiment. The problem is it's it's described in a narrow way where I want you to see there are so many ways you're wealthy today. Can we zoom in on the wealth you have access to in this moment? And stop trying to focus on all the things you're missing that's holding you back from being your wealthy woman. And so I want to kind of shift and talk about <clears throat> femininity here and feminine energy and how this plays a part in your sales, how this plays a part in your business. And for a moment, and I would love to hear your reflections in the comments and the chat, like really start to observe your feminine. And we know the basics of masculine and feminine, right? We have both 
it's the yin and yang and the masculine is the strategy and the execution and the doing and it's it's being able to hold it it's being able to go through the motions it's your leadership right like both are required your feminine though your feminine there's a softness i think of feminine energy and the the first thing that comes to mind is dance it's a dance it's like you're you're allowing your body and energy to be moved by the song of life and you're dancing and you're you're making art <laughs> out of whatever song might be playing and you have no control over the dj like you might get some like heavy metal and then you might get some you know sound bath healing frequency tunes and your job as the feminine is kind of just to to go with it and to dance I am somebody who has always been rooted in masculine energy. I'm great at doing. My career was a strategist. I was always involved in extracurriculars and I was head of my sorority and I did all the things and I had a five-year plan. I find that a lot of people in my world and a lot of people who resonate with the Aligned and Ambitious brand are naturally more heavy in their masculine, right? Deb, I'm so masculine, completely. How about in the Facebook group? Like, who here feels like their masculine sometimes can like eat their feminine? And your feminine's like just trying to dance, and you know your your masculine is like, this song sucks. We're not dancing to this song. We're gonna try to find the imaginary DJ and and control and change the song. And it's like the feminine's like, just let me live. <laughs> Just let me live, right? <laughs> so I want you to reflect on your, your feminine in all of your areas of life. And I want you to just think about really quick right now, like how, how do you receive compliments? How do you receive love from your partner? How do you receive support around the house? How do you receive support with your kids? Does somebody give you a compliment and your instinctual reaction is to say, oh, it's no big deal, or to completely discredit yourself and whatever they're trying to, to give praise for? This one is one I know intimately because I'm so guilty of it myself, so let me know if you resonate with this. What about when you are um, needing support around the house and your partner is like, I'm going to do the dishes tonight. And it's like, you know, 7.34 p.m. And you're like, it's tonight. It's tonight. So, you know, the dishes, they said they were going to be done, but it's 7.34, so I'm just going to do them. <laughs> like, that's not being in my feminine. That's not being in your feminine. A, f a feminine way of receiving that support is like, they said they've got this and they've got this. I am supported, I am cared for, I am carried, I am held. I don't need to know when the dishes are going to be done. I don't need to know how the dishes are going to be done. All I need to allow is the support in getting them done. How does this translate into your business? Well, your masculine is like, I want to know how many people are going to enroll in day one, and I want to know what I'm selling three months ago, and I have to have the details for January's programs today. And the feminine is just like, can't you just let it happen? 
can't you just go to bed tonight and you know, like, you know, like, you know, the dishes are going to be done in the morning. Does receivership come naturally to you or is there resistance? Let me know in the chat. Does receivership come naturally to you or is this resistance? The reason that I'm going here is because this plays a massive part in your business. And if we are talking about really embodying the wealthy woman, the wealthy woman knows how to receive support. Part of her mastery is receivership. So it's like if you're going to say, okay, I want to really, really embody and fully fucking integrate the next version of myself and I'm going to see where there's gaps, I would encourage you to focus more on the gap of intuitive receivership than the gap of how much fucking money you're making. Shift your focus. Shift your focus on bridging the gap of like, I'm going to be the best receiver ever. And every time I get a compliment, I'm going to just lean into my feminine and I'm going to let that love be poured onto me and I'm going to let good things come and I'm going to let people take care of me. I'm going to let the universe support me. I'm going to let God plant the seeds. I'm going to let it all in. This comes live in your business. And I'm actually really excited to, to talk to you about what I'm about to say, because it feels like, <laughs> hang on. It has felt like one of those messages that is not a, a big deal to share, but feels like a big deal to share. So what I want to let you guys in on is I really didn't prepare for this launch. And there has been a part of me that has had so much conflict in saying that as bluntly as I'm sharing it with you, because my identity up until this point has been so tied, my work, my work identity has been so tied to launching, to five-figure flow, to that philosophy, that what I found in at least this season of life is every launch, I work less and less. <laughs> I, I, I don't plan these events and go bullet points of what I'm going to, going to speak to you on every day. I woke up this morning and I sat in my embodiment and I said, what do I have to say today? I didn't plan this three weeks ago saying, I know exactly what I'm going to speak to them on. And here's how I'm going to sell them at the end. And it's all premeditated and pre-calculated, even though my masculine could do that with my hands tied behind my back. I could do it with my eyes closed. I could do it in a foreign language. Like I could do it all live long day. But what's more important to us, to you, to me, to all of us, to an industry is that you lead your launches in an embodied way. This event is called embodied sales because we are having a bigger conversation than isolated strategies that you can use. We're having a conversation about who you are as a business owner, who you are as a woman, who you are as a leader, who you are as a wife, as a partner, as a friend, as a mother, as a mentor, as a teacher, this is a much bigger conversation. And so I started to feel that craving of like, 
I am craving a bigger conversation. And what I want to demonstrate for you is embodied sales through and through. I want to be what I'm speaking on. Is this making sense? So when it comes to business, when it comes to receivership, when it comes to wealth embodiment, the first thing I want to offer you is to stop taking everything so seriously. A few of you know, and if you don't know, um, I'm going through a rapid resolution therapy certification right now. By the end of next week, I will be certified. I'm so excited about this. This is a form of therapy that really works on clearing and um, reprogramming your unconscious. Those things that are on autopilot, that are dictating so much of how you lead your life, getting to the root cause of that to completely um, clear it and move forward. The reason I'm telling you this is because I want to share some notes actually with you and I wasn't planning on um, going here, but I think it's re relevant to the conversation. So stop taking things so seriously. A lot of the times, here's what's happening when we feel pressure in our business. Give me like a heart, give me a comment, give me something. If you have ever felt the sensation of pressure as a business owner within your business. I know I have. <laughs> I know I have. Um, pressure. What is pressure? What's going on when we feel pressure? We want to perform. We want to succeed. We want to be accepted. We want to move forward. We want to meet our goals. The pressure comes from, but what if we don't? The pressure comes from the perception that we are unsafe if we cannot perform to the degree that we desire to perform. Now, what we were talking about last night in my certification, we were talking about fear. Because your anxiety and that pressure and all of the what-ifs, the people-pleasing, the wanting to get your clients a good job, like all of these little feelings that feel heavy, that feel dense, that feel like a sensation of pressure, it's really just a form of fear. Here's the problem with that. Here's the problem with that. Fear, when we are in a state of fear, there is a physiological and emotional response happening in the body, okay? Our unconscious mind, when we are afraid, what's actually happening is our unconscious mind is interpreting a perceived threat. Emphasis on the word perceived. Your unconscious mind cannot determine if it is an actual threat or if it's just you being in a thought spiral, okay? So why does this matter? It matters because the moment you start to feel pressure of what if I don't do this and what if I do this and what if they don't like me? What if it's taken that way? What if I don't sign the clients? What if, what if, what if, what if? I'm so afraid of what might happen if, what if? 
your physi your physiological I'm like fucking up this word the physiological response the emotional response is going to be the same as if you're getting chased by a tiger in the jungle okay the body and the mind are going to respond the same whether you are getting chased by a tiger in the jungle or you're just afraid that you're not going to meet your revenue goal from this month when you are in that state of fear and your body and your mind are responding to a perceived threat you lose your ability to see solutions I was chatting with a private client this morning and we were talking about, um, she has a lot on her plate and she was talking about like, you know, oh my gosh, I have, um, I have all of these things I have to do and like, I have to get this done and I have to get this done. And I have to get this done. And she had all this big to-do list. She's talking about like programs that need to be ready in December and what she's going to do in January. And you know, da, 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 da. We've all been there. We've all been there. <laughs> And what I pointed out to her was like, your body is responding in a way in which you're being chased by a predator right now. And you have no access to seeing the solution. If, if you don't have the awareness of that or you don't have someone to reflect that back to you, that's a really dangerous cycle to be in. Of mind perceiving threat that's not actually life-threatening but your body and your nervous system is responding as if it was and then all of a sudden you have no access to seeing solutions you have no access to your creativity you have no access to your intuition and then what happens well a lot of what you don't want ends up happening this conversation, tying it back to where we were, I wasn't planning on going off on that tangent, but I do think it's useful. If we're working on embodying the wealthiest version of us, I'm going to assume that that, that state of that wealthy woman is probably not a state where she feels like she's getting chased by a wild animal. Feminine embodiment, embodying the wealthy woman is she knows it's coming. She knows she's taken care of. There's no chase. There's no need to flee. There's no need to problem solve. It's like, it's okay. It's an exhale. It's let it breathe. The two can't coexist. And I find, and I'm finding, especially because I'm deepening my mastery in the unconscious and all these things that are coming up, to, you know, in my work and being brought into conversation, there's a lack of depth in the context of this conversation. Because we talk about embodiment, we say, be, be the person, bridge the gap, you're so focused on the money, you end up in that same cycle. But what about what's happening at an unconscious level? What about what's happening in your body's response? What about what's happening in your emotional response? What about what's happening in your nervous system's response? 
you cannot be embodying the wealthy woman while your body is quite literally interpreting that there is a vicious animal behind you about to eat your heart out. They cannot coexist. <laughs> so if you're one of those people who you're like, I'm doing the things, I'm doing the journaling, like I'm listening to the podcast, I'm plugged into the programs, there is a disconnect here, Taylor, I need to know what it is. It's probably this. It's probably this. You're going through the motions, but your body is acting in alignment with mind perceiving a threat is this making sense perspective is powerful i can relate to that cool 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 and so let me like get back to where i was going i totally tangent for a second but i think it was helpful being in your feminine is a prompt to really flirt with your business and I want you to just think about like the essence of being flirtatious, right? It's like, just going to lean back. Like th the flirtatiousness is like, I know I'm it. <laughs> like I'm feeling myself. Like my hair's looking good today. Uh, I know I, I bring a lot to the table. Oh, there's like cute guy over there. Like envision it. If you have a partner, it's your partner. And you're just like, pulling them in think about flirty energy flirty energy isn't like hi ready to marry me let's lock it in so i know what my relationship's gonna look like for the rest of my life let me do flirty right no flirty is like you have an energy i have an energy i'm putting the vibes out but like i'm gonna sit at the bar and I'm going to put out my feelers in a way that's so strong that you are magnetized to come sit next to me and to offer to buy me a drink. And then you're going to compliment me and I'm going to take it really, really well because I know that I'm beautiful. I know that I have a beautiful heart. I know that I'm talented. I know that I'm smart. I know that I bring a lot to the table. But I'm going to let it come to me. Can you be a little bit more flirty with your business? Can you be a little bit more flirty with your desire? So as I had mentioned before, every launch I'm finding, I work less and less. Every launch I'm finding, there's less rules. Every launch I'm finding, there's less and less structure, right? And so I want to let you guys in on a story that I'm excited to, to kind of share with you as my business has unfolded, how I found my, my next chapter in evolution through becoming a mom and the way I sell and the way I do business and all the things. I have been launching Five Figure Flow consistently and redoing the content and like it has been my love child since 2019. It was kind of my big debut from um, being just in the mindset energetic space to really expanding into business marketing. And so Five Figure Flow has been honestly the top revenue generator in the company to date. Six figure launches, 
50k pre-sales, multi five figures in cash and pre-sales, like so much hype, over 200 students, we have a full money back guarantee policy, nobody has ever requested a refund. Like I, I'm painting the picture to say that this program has been built with integrity and intentionality and expertise and a really embodied frequency. But the reason five-figure flow has always sold the way that it has sold is because I have been fully embodied in what I'm selling. Fully living and breathing what I'm offering to my clients. Fully living and breathing what I'm teaching. Fully living and breathing my framework, my methodology. It's a part of me. Right. So my last five figure flow launch was in March of this year. It was earlier this year. It was my first launch back after having my son last October. It was probably like a, I think it was like a $40,000 launch. It was by no means a flop. But what I want to let you in on is it was different. And it landed different because I was no longer embodied in what I was selling in that season. I was out of embodiment with the launch process because I was letting my launch process personally expand itself as I'm expanding and take me into new territory and playing with a new idea of marketing and selling. And the, the reason I'm telling you this is because one, I want you to understand five figure flow is not a broken program. It has nothing to do with the program. It has nothing to do with the quality of the program. It has nothing to do with the teaching inside the program. So why did one launch go from $117,000 to 40? Well, because there started to become a lack of congruency within self. And so many of us are observing, okay, this isn't selling or this isn't filling or this isn't doing what I want it to do. So let me look at the curriculum and let me look at the marketing and let me look at the pricing. Let me look on the things that are easy to control and manipulate from my masculine. Oh, lower the price, change the price. You can do that within a couple of clicks. Completely re-record all five videos. You can do that in a couple of days. It's going to take you a long time. <laughs> but the point is, the only thing that needs to shift most of the time is the congruency between who you are being and what you're selling. So to lead with the feminine in your business is really a new level of completely embodied leadership. It's being embodied in your mastery and harnessing the awareness to allow evolution. Five Figure Flow like, isn't a course that's been packed away and never for sale. And in fact, it's funny because most of my high-level clients still use it regularly. I have a private client who messaged me today and she's like, I'm just going back to the roots of Five Figure Flow. It's an incredible program. However, in the season of life, I don't have necessarily plans of live launching it because I have the awareness to say that served me literally up until my, my first million dollars. 
So the company has done over a million dollars cash in hand, revenue collected in under four years. And like the backbone of that was five figure flow. And I was embodied in that. Then I became a mom and my life started to look a little different and my desires started to look a little different. And so I harnessed the awareness to say that was once the most embodied, integral, in alignment thing that I could have sold. Now I'm evolving and something else is feeling more in alignment. Something else is calling me in, in the new direction. Something else is feeling really true for me. Something else is creating a deeper level of resonance. Am I going to allow that in? I had so much conflict. You guys are probably like, it's not even a big deal that you're sharing this. But like, for me, my perception was I had so much conflict around feeling um, embodied in a new way of selling, which I'm going to be teaching in sensational sales. I'm so excited about that program. But I, I'm telling you all of this because I want you to look at the areas where you're like, where am I not completely embodied in what I'm teaching and what I'm selling and what I believe in? Could you entertain the idea for a moment that you don't have a broken program and you don't have a broken strategy and you don't have a broken audience and there's simply just a lack of congruency? And once you can shift into that, or maybe like what once was super aligned is just not meant to come with you, can you harness the awareness and emotional regulation to say, it's okay to let that go, right? Let's go back to the feminine. Like, okay, that song is ending and you really, really loved that song. And then the song ends and you're like, I know whatever the DJ is going to play next is perfect for me, right? <clears throat> the feminine is like the, the most trusting, surrendered, fluid, flowy energy that you could possibly harness. You following what I'm saying here? Let me just catch up on the comments. Yes, this ties back to yesterday. I feel like I'm in a constant state of fear. I'm having a physical response to this idea of flirting with the business. Okay, so if you're having resistance to the concept of flirting with the business, what I want you to start to explore is and only if this is true for you, but what that might be manifesting is like fear of rejection. I know for me, like, I found my husband. We started dating when I was, like, 17, 18. We've been together for 10 years. I did not date very long. But what I can tell you is in middle school and in high school, no boys gave me any attention. I was, like, the, like, and I don't even say this with any sort of stereotype because I loved theater, but, like, I was a theater kid. And, like, I was not the girl that, like, the football player, right? That's stereotypical. And so... What I noticed when I started to integrate this work was like, I was so afraid of being rejected. And so if we're talking about like being flirtatious, there might be some attachment there of like, but I don't want to flirt and then ha not have that um, reflected back to me. Like, I don't want to flirt one-sided. I want to make sure my business is flirting back with me. And so that might be uh, something to explore, which goes back to the feminine of like, you are there is a, a beauty to you and a grace to you, and you know that. That's what pulls people in. The knowingness of your beauty, the awareness of your beauty, the certainty of your beauty. 
when I say beauty, I'm not exclusively talking about physical looks. Like we're all freaking beautiful, but I'm talking about like your brain is beautiful and your work is beautiful and your heart is beautiful and your belief system is beautiful and your, your service is beautiful, right? There's a knowingness there. So hopefully, Mickey, that kind of sidebar, that's helpful. Okay, cool. When you quit selling laws of life to go on doing five-figure flow, it up-leveled your programs because you up-leveled. Leanne, I'm so happy to have you here. I just saw um, Leanne's comment from earlier. I've been here since 2018, y'all. That is freaking amazing, Leanne. I'm so happy to still have you in this space. On Instagram, Deb says, I use humor to flirt. Yeah, and it's like, okay, great. Like, is that being brought into your business? Are you like letting yourself laugh at yourself? Are you bringing jokes in? Is there a congruency there? Is there an alignment there? Because the moment that you are not fully in alignment with what you're selling, it doesn't matter if you are the most strategic marketer on the planet, there's going to be a lack of resonance. And when there's a lack of resonance, there's a lack of result. Right? All right, let me just check back in on the things I wanted to cover. Any questions on all of the things that we have been talking about up until this point? Tomorrow, we're really, we're talking about sensational sales. So again, part one, it's on the podcast. If you guys haven't caught it, my dog's probably going to bark. I see the Amazon guy popping up just for one of you guys. But um, um, part one was really about emotional freedom and how to harness that and what that means for you. That's on the podcast. Today, we talked about embodiment. We talked about the feminine. We talked about playfulness. We've talked about receivership. We've talked about mastery. Tomorrow, we talk about how do these two concepts collide in our business to sell from a place that creates a sensational response. And so tomorrow is going to be a really, really great day. I'll stream it live um, on Instagram again because I see we have people popping on from both sides. But before that, I want to remind you what Launch Party Week has turned into, has manifested into, has evolved into. Launch Party Week used to be a uh, launch event where we taught you how to launch. Who remembers that? If you've attended a Launch Party Week, raise your hand. We literally own the <laughs> trademark for Launch Party Week. That is our intellectual property. That, that just goes to show you, I thought that baby was going to be with us for life. Um, okay, actually, now I'm getting a download to share something else with you guys. So I'm going to sidebar again for a minute before we go into closing thoughts. But um, part of the feminine and the embodiment in your business is, again, it's it's allowance and it's receivership and it's allowing things to be easy and it's allowing things to be simple. The reason I'm telling you this is because as I was just telling you, oh, we have launch party week. Launch Party Week is something that we could have scrapped because we're not selling five-figure flow right now in this moment in this launch, but the feminine looks for leverage. The feminine looks for the past of least resistance. The feminine asks, how can this be even easier? The feminine asks, what do I already have that I can use in my favor? What do I already have that I can leverage to get more of what I want? So instead of completely reinventing the wheel, especially after all we've invested to own the intellectual property of what is launch party week, I went into this launch asking myself, how can I leverage that? in a fun and playful way that aligns with my evolution. 
So before it used to be a five day live stream event, blah, blah, blah. That was fucking awesome. Um, now launch party week is, is quite literally a, (laughs) a week of offers. That's a party. Okay. A big premise of what I'm teaching inside my new sensational sales program is how to make selling feel like a party for everyone involved. So for you, yeah, you want it to feel good. But a big part of my goal and outlook is I really want it to feel like a party for you guys too. (laughs) Like I don't get off and get satisfied and like, I feel really good. I want to, if I'm asking you to to spend your time with me in these spaces. I want you to feel like it's a party just as much as I feel like it's a party. So launch party week, what we have done, (laughs) I'm so excited. This, This also, you guys, full transparency. I did not know what launch party week was going to evolve into until like two weeks ago. Ask my team. Like, ask my team. But that's part of the feminine, too, of, like, I didn't need to know. What I knew for certain is that the download would drop in. What I knew for certain was I was going to be able to leverage Launch Party Week. What I knew for certain was that I was going to know what to say and know what to sell and how to sell it. But I didn't need to know the exact details, and then I knew them, right? That's a... That's um. What, what's required of you in that context is being able to really trust. I wasn't trying to figure it out. I wasn't doing my journaling prompts. I wasn't sitting in meditation until I knew exactly what I wanted to give as bonuses because fuck that. Like the wealthiest version of me does not need to sit in meditation and journaling in order to like move forward. That doesn't feel good. That doesn't feel light. That doesn't feel like leverage. It doesn't feel like the path of least resistance. So I just danced. I continued to dance and dance and dance and dance and it dropped in, right? So here's launch party week. We have, there's five bonuses on the table and there's three new programs. This is something else that I have really, really mastered. Um, One, since my product suite evolved, you guys probably hear my dog now, um, is selling multiple things at once. Primarily, we're taught you launch one thing, you launch one offer, right? Um, And all of the focus is there. Well, I started realizing, but there's so many places for people to plug into that it feels like a disservice. It feels more restrictive than expansive to focus on one offer. So again, embodied sales, I wanted to fully demonstrate what this looks like for you. So we have three offers that we're launching. Like literally, there's a step for everybody to plug in. We have the Sensational Sales Program, which is an eight-week live program. We have the breakthrough year program which is a year-long support membership where you get access to me directly for an insane price and then we have my brand new mastermind which you can jump into as early as today right so we have three new offers what we've done with launch party week is we said we're going to do five bonuses and every single day of launch party week a bonus is going to drop off So your best time to join a program is now through Monday because there are five bonuses on the table. You guys can go to the link in my bio um, if you want to like read all the details. But we have the first bonus, which expires on Monday. 
is a mystery bonus, okay? I'm not telling you what this is, but what I will tell you is it's, it's direct proximity. It's something I don't normally otherwise sell, and it is something that you're gonna be sorry about if you miss, okay? So that bonus drops off on Monday. We're giving away an Aligned and Ambitious crew neck, so we have some merch. If you pay in full for any of the programs, you get a private session with me. We are including business artistry, which is one of the best programs I've taught all year. And we are giving away $1,000 in Aligned and Ambitious cash good for 2023. I mean, literally, you guys, sensational sales is $1,500. Like, if we're giving you $1,000 back to apply to growing your business to next year, it's like it's we're giving it right back to you. So you get all of these things. You get the mystery bonus, which is a proximity bonus. You get the crew neck. You get the one-on-one session with me. You get business artistry. And you get $1,000 in Aligned and Ambitious cash to use for next year. You get all five of these things with any three offers that you buy what like that feels like such a party for me so on monday the mystery offer mystery bonus will drop off on tuesday the crew neck is going to drop off on wednesday the one-on-one session with me is going to drop off on thursday business artistry is going to drop off and then the final bonus the last day of the launch is going to be the a thousand dollar cash credit for next year How fun is that? Because I went into this launch saying less structure, less rules, all the things they say to not do, all the things I've avoided before. I'm going to lean into what feels generous, to what feels exciting, to what feels different. And quite frankly, the way people buy is different. And so you're going to learn to use different leverage points of like, you know, before my go-to, like we, we use the same strategy for launch party week every year, year and year and year again. You, you join the wait list, you save $200. At one point, that was enough to make people move. Now, in my opinion, which I think it's a good thing because I think we're just becoming a little bit more conscious as consumers, a little bit more conscious as investors, a little bit more conscious as people, you know, things that we spend money on, places that we spend our time, people that we spend our time with. So I think it's a really great thing for the collective. What does it mean for business owners, though? What does it mean for me and you? I believe it requires putting a little bit more effort and creativity into the way you're presenting your offers. And I think presenting these five bonuses carries a different frequency and and innovative tone that will ignite something within you in a more profound way than just saying, hey, if you sign up by Monday, you can save $200. Do you see the difference there? So my only goal with this whole launch is to be embodied in the way that I'm selling because that's what I really want you to take away from this whole event, which is called Embodied Sales. So if you go to alignedandambitious.co forward slash shop, I'll drop it in the Facebook group and then it's in the link of my bio on Instagram. All three new programs are there. All five bonuses are still good on the table through Monday at 11.59 p.m. Eastern time. So I'm around if you have questions about any of the things going on. I hope you loved this session as much as I do. This is definitely my favorite session so far, but I won't speak too soon because we will be back tomorrow for day three. So I'm going to hop off Facebook. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I will talk to you soon. 
Thanks for listening to another episode of Aligned and Ambitious Radio. To stay connected in between episodes, follow me on Instagram at alignedandambitious.co and check out Aligned and Ambitious TV on YouTube. And as always, if this podcast is one that inspires you, make sure you subscribe and review the show. I'll see you next time and I hope the rest of your week is full of magic.